When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is November 29th, 2022. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, NXT 2.0. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanawa, NYC Dima Diva Issa tonight to talk about the build towards Deadline coming up in just over a week. We are in the post-Survivor Series War Games Afterglow. There is so much to talk about. Good to see you both. Issa, what a weekend, what a moment you had. Yeah, in that awesome. press conference with Triple H calling an audible, instructing Alfred's father to give you <laughs> one of the last questions. The last question. I was the like, last acknowledge question. me as the main event of the press conference, please. So nice. Such <laughs> a nice great. moment. Except for I, I don't even know how I was able to put together a sentence without vomiting because I'm like, did he just call everybody out because of me? <laughs> yeah, I called out a bunch of dudes is what he said. Is that he wanted I to know. leave finally. <laughs> I love it. I know. I know me too, but it was like an outer body experience because, you know, once they say, okay, last question in your brain, you think, okay, because I had the question perfectly constructed in my head, how I was going to say it and everything. But once they said, okay, last question, you sit back and you go, okay, I didn't get to ask a question, but you know what? I got to be here and that was cool, you know? <laughs> and then next thing you know, Triple H is calling out his own team and I'm like, I think he's talking about me. Then I have somebody handed me a mic and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I think I was able to put together the question quite nicely. And I'm pretty sure he gave me a little bit of an exclusive in regards to Puerto Rico. That was my favorite thing. I, I think him giving me the opportunity to speak as a woman. I love that. But, but what he said about Puerto Rico is really what made my heart feel warm. I think that they have something big coming for Puerto Rico soon if I am to go based on what he said to me. So it was awesome. It was it was great. Yeah, and that was the scoop. Don't downplay it, Issa. They gave you a great scoop in terms of Puerto Rico. Queen Zelina was tweeting about it. It sounds like they're doing something yeah. big. And, you know, they let a bunch of guys ask those questions, but you were the one who actually got what I thought was a very legitimate story coming out of that press conference. So very well done. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Uh, before we dive into NXT 2.0, Alfred, what else is going on in the news? And Alfred, please tell your jacket, dad. By the way. Please tell your dad. I thought his fit was great. Tell him it wasn't my intention. I know your dad was not the person picking who asked the questions. He just ended up taking the heat by default. And I I, I apologize to your dad. And between you and me, he said no hard feelings. He was, you know, he's very happy. He considers you a member no, no, of we, family. We had a conversation about his fit after everything went off the air. So I figured he wasn't mad at me, but just to double check. Okay, good. That's very nice of you. <laughs> but uh, we do have some news items, not many, but uh, pretty interesting news notes, if you ask me. One of them being FTR's contract details. It's looking like FTR's contract will be up in April of 2023. I know a lot of people are looking toward 2024 as the big deadline. Who knows what kind of contract details are accurate these days? We just had a big controversy with Meltzer and Regal, but it looks like FTR's contract is looking to be expired in April of 2023. Of course, with the Vince McMahon era, you'd think they would never go back, especially based on how ugly things ended there. But Papa H is in charge. They were a fixture in NXT, and anything's on the table. Issa, would you rather see FTR in WWE or AEW? WWE. 
WWE, I'm sorry. I know that FTR, I think they're so talented. And when I see them in the ring, I, I get it. But I just haven't been very impressed with what they've done as far as their rings in AEW. Um, I think they're living the dream and putting on some incredible matches. But when I look at them in WWE, they held every title, the NXT titles. They had the, you know, I, I just felt like they felt more legitimate. Where here, they just feel like, uh, uh, just not to use those terms, but a good hand, right? You know they're gonna oh, put wow. on a good match, but they don't put them in the they don't put them in the match, okay? And that's not the position that they should be in. So I personally wouldn't mind seeing them go back to WWE. Wow, I mean, I think that the the challenge is with all the belts and all the amazing matches they've had and opportunities they've been given. I feel like in AEW they will always be tag team champions just a question of which titles they'll be carrying you know but in yeah, WWE, the ones that people carrying backpacks WWE, <laughs> wwe i don't think they're gonna get that same opportunity i think there there's a much higher ceiling for them or a much lower ceiling for them in uh, wwe i actually agree with glenn I, I would say in wwe ftr's peak was their one of the best teams in NXT. They were a very hot team in NXT. Got to the main NXT roster. NXT was didn't work their out run well. in WWE. Yeah. No, you, you're yeah, both right exactly. about that. They were you, it in NXT. Yeah, you can count that as their WWE run because it just wasn't the same on the main roster despite their talent. In AEW, Wait, their ceiling was they were the hottest act in the company, I would say. You didn't enjoy them shaving each other's backs? Like that they didn't do it for you? No, it was a top five storyline for me, but not the best storyline I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what's sad? That if you think about it, the, the story behind that storyline was the Usos and FTR, which if you take all the silliness away from it, should have been a crazy good feud, but they made it into a joke. And that's the thing. Nobody ever questioned FTR's talents. Just as the revival in WWE, they fell out of favor politically with the wrong people, and they were just treated as a joke. And it could have gotten much worse if you saw those mock-ups of what the outfits were going to be like. But I just think in AEW, as great as they've been, and they got really hot in AEW, they won all those belts. I thought that, you know, regardless of tag team or anything, they were one of the hottest acts in the company. But they have kind of hit a wall right now in AEW, and I feel like it's been, like, a maze that they figured out. And they took one wrong turn where they could have and probably should have faced the Young Bucks and won those titles. And ever since that decision was made to not have that match go down, FTR has cooled off tremendously. And really, the acclaim has taken their spot as mm. the hotter tag team. And I can't see them winning those AEW tag team titles anytime soon. And that might be something to pay attention to in terms of whether they've hit a wall leading into April. April's not that far away. But we do have a we do have a Ring of Honor exclusive pay-per-view coming on, so I'm sure they'll be able to get a banger of a match on that pay-per-view, which we're not seeing them on the AEW pay-per-view. So at least there is that. I just feel like all of these belts just feel like consolation prizes, and, and I just want to see them win the belt that matters. I know that we have a million belts in AEW, but in my brain, the, matter, the belt that still matters is the AEW Tag Team Championship. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but if they come back to WWE, they'll be Dash and Dawson again. And you can remember which is which, because as Raj Geary pointed out, Dash is dashingly handsome. And that's how you, <laughs> that's how you remember. Did Raj pause that or did he just, did he he just threw it out there? <laughs> it was like, I'm, I'll co-sign that. I'll stand by that. No, but look, the FTR are like the Snoop Dogg of tag team wrestling. It's like what Snoop got <laughs> left to prove at this point. You know, why would Snoop go back to death row if death row existed? Like Snoop's just out. Snoop's in the business of being Snoop. FTR is in the business of being FTR. I don't think they need to win a single other championship in their careers 
Like they're just an amazing tag team, and There's I think always AEW something is to prove. If you have nothing to prove, then go tag team with Darby Allen and and, and wrestle Jeff Jarrett on the pay per view. Okay, well, there hey, is always you know. something to prove. <laughs> that shot at Sting. <laughs> it's not a shot at Sting. I feel like Sting is at the Asian deposition. He has nothing to prove. FTR is right. still at their at their peak, and I know what you're saying, Glenn. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like if, if that's the attitude that they're taking, then that's why they're being booked this way. Yeah, I will say this. We've seen a lot of negotiation ploys to try to get AEW free agents over to WWE and like how well Cody Rhodes is being booked. I know a lot of people are fantasy booking that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to win those undisputed tag team titles. And I expect them to win that at WrestleMania and it's going to be a good moment. But I could also see WWE holding off on that and just kind of holding out hope that the Usos have this historic reign that just keeps going until maybe they sign a team that can beat them. And I think mm. the longer the Usos hold on to those titles past April, the more appealing it's going to be to go to WWE and have that big win over the Usos. Because right now, beating Roman Reigns is like the big white whale win out there. And then beating the Usos for those tag team titles would be a big deal. You could make a tag team doing that. I think Sami Zayn today, this week, has the best chance of becoming... (laughs) You agreed with me off the air, Issa. Sami Zayn has the best chance of becoming WWE champion that he's ever had. Right now. He loves to bring up this off-the-record conversations. What I said was, if mm. I have to look at the stories that they have built as of right now without counting people that are not in the roster, like an injured Cody Rose or whatever, I do think that Sam is the best story that they have told. And the one person that I will tell you right now makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to be Sammy. But if we're talking right now, no crazy, back, no crazy new signing, I do think that Sammy is the when I was at that arena on Saturday and the pop for two men just hugging it out, because I know that I'm biased. I'm loving this bloodline storyline, but to hear the reaction from everybody else, that's when you go like, oh, mm-hmm. this is really freaking working right now. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. Alfred, you know, to your video, he is the Steve Urkel of yeah. WWE and it <laughs> is the Sami Zayn show on SmackDown. It really is, and I could absolutely see him as a dark horse to win the Royal Rumble. That's one of the things I love about this Royal Rumble. The fact that we're this far out right now, and they're really peaking it slowly. They're not really giving too much away now. The whole card is open. You can see a bunch of surprise returns. Is The Rock going to come in there? Is Austin going to be there? Is Cody or Sasha going to be there? And then also, could Sammy win it? And I do think he could win the Royal Rumble if that's the way that they want to go to where it's Sammy versus Roman on one of those nights. Or maybe he cashes in at Rock Montreal uh, at Elimination Chamber, which has been done. 2008, John Cena cashed in his Royal Rumble win at Elimination Chamber. I have a lot of Asian in how he's going to book and this has nothing to do in the fact that we're BFF now or anything okay but it, <laughs> at, back at the 2017 Royal Rumble <laughs> so many stories were written with eliminations like remember Goldberg eliminated Brock and that ended up in the Wrestlemania feud Roman eliminating mm-hmm. Undertaker that was the Wrestlemania feud so even somebody that doesn't win it if you book the eliminations the correct way you can book a Wrestlemania feud just out of a simple somebody eliminating somebody in the Rumble so it doesn't even require a win it just requires a very smartly booked Royal Rumble Yes. Yeah, and I got very high hopes for both Royal Rumbles. I really do think that the ceiling is that they're both. I can't wait for ever. Roman to beat up The Rock. Like, is, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna celebrate. I'm gonna be streaking <laughs> on the streets of LA. Like, I'm saying it right now. It's gonna be great. Hey, <laughs> Lee, four ninety nine super chats says, "Why the hell is Nikita or Tiffany Stratton not in the Iron Man match or the Iron Survivor match? I'm pissed. Uh, WTF? Half the people in the match, Mandy beat already. Make it make sense. NXT smacking my head." Um. I could see 
Tiffany Stratton being the wild card coming back next mm-hmm. week and getting added to that match and potentially winning that match. It's going to be yes, up a fight. Didn't they announce them already? No, there could be one. There's one wild card spot next week. Yeah, in each match. Oh. I mean, they I mean, announced the men's. They announced the men's. It was like Von Wagner, Axiom, and somebody else. I think they have a wild card spot as well next week. Got to do a yeah. qualifier. Both, both matches have a wild card opening. And I don't think they okay. mentioned who's going to compete in these wild card matches. But um, I was going to yeah. try to see who it was. I know Joe Gacy. It's Mello, JD, Grayson, and Joe Gacy. Yeah, I'm happy. The only person missing is Tony D'Angelo, and we have a great match. We don't yeah, need no wild card match. Yeah. What else? We'll talk more tonight about what in the heck is going on with Nikita Lyons and her booking, but uh, what else do we have in the news? Well, our final story, we were talking about potential surprise returns of our Rumble. One of them could be Charlotte Flair, who has been actively teasing a potential WWE return on the gram she took to her stories posted a bunch of wrestling related clips posted her wearing her boots and i don't think it's going to be too long until we see charlotte flair again are you excited about this glenn i think it'll be good um i don't think she needs to be in the championship picture i would really like to see more high profile feuds and storylines on the main roster that don't involve titles for the women in particular agreed I could see her versus Belair, but you know, I, I, yeah. I'm just, yeah, it's gonna be nice to see her back. I could also see Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is something somebody who I think Rhea is gonna gonna win everything from January all the way to Mania. Rhea, Rhea needs to win everything. When that woman was doing pull ups in that cage, I was like, give her the world, let her beat Roman, let her beat Roman. I don't even (laughs) care. (laughs) I have said this before. I think Rhea Ripley could beat up almost everyone on the roster, men or women, in a street fight. I want, to, I want to see Rhea Ripley, because usually, even if it's a China or a Nia Jax, when a woman enters Royal Rumble, it's like a novelty thing that they'll do for like a couple of spots. and have her. I want to see her go to that men's Royal Rumble and Yo. like threaten to win it. And like get final four, final three. Will, you know, oh, I want to see her rank shit. Then you can have somebody like a woman come out, run out, and like get her out. And that way you can set up a few for her, but still let her get a couple of eliminations on the men's Rumble. It will be incredible. I'm I'm very excited for Charlotte to come back. I've actually missed her. But if you catch the press conference, when they asked Bianca, who would you like to face at WrestleMania? She mentioned Charlotte because that yeah. is the one that she hasn't beaten. And her goal has always been to beat the four horsewomen. So, you know, they, she might be into that storyline, whether we like it or not. I don't know that this run with Ronda is working right now. So I can also see them plugging it right into that storyline. Uh, we'll see, but I, I Charlotte does have that it factor and a presence and a big fan base. So it's going to be great to see her come back. Yeah, Ronda's yeah. taking a lot of heat, and the thing with Ronda is you really need to give her the right storylines, the right opponents. They gave I her nothing that. with Sasha. It wasn't a great match, I'll give you that, but what was the story there? They, there really was a story to be told about Shotzi Blackheart being this journey woman who has been competing and wanting to be arrested forever, and then Ronda walking in. You could have told that David versus Goliath story. They punted. But I think Ronda Rousey and Rhea Ripley would be fire. I think that is the story that you Me can too. tell. And it would also, also be a great I match. was talking about this. I was talking about this earlier on my watch along, Alfred. I'm glad that you think that way because I was saying you can't compare Ronda's first run to this run where she was wrestling Asuka, Sasha yeah. Banks, Charlotte Flair. Like she was wrestling people on a storyline with Becky Lynch. Like she was wrestling mm. people that could carry a promo, that could carry a match, that could carry this. And uh, you put her with Liv Morgan on an Extreme Rules match, that's not going to work out. You put her right. with Chelsea in this weird one week build 
and and I did <laughs> say when you were in one of the podcasts that you weren't here that I felt like Chotsy wasn't even a thing, and this was just a matter of telling the story of of Rhonda and Shayna coming together, anything to do with it. Rhonda hasn't feud, and she had plenty of them on her first run. I feel like you can't even compare these runs. Do you think? that Ronda is falling into that trap that any wrestler gets when they have too much creative control over their own booking, where she's able to bring in a specific producer, where she's able to say, okay, I want to work with Shayna. I want to say these lines. I want to do this storyline. Like, and AEW is is littered with mid uh, content when a wrestler has too much control over their own destiny. I think in WWE, the, the benefit is if you're paired with a good producer and a good writer, that results in a in a great storyline. And I think that maybe, you know, she's there to play the game, but at the same time, she might have too much power and isn't being uh, conformed enough to overall creative decisions. It could ultimately, I think, benefit her more by putting her in better storylines. Possibly. I just don't see much of any creative with Ronda Rousey. Like, but that's part of like it, too. Anything's happening, you know? But that's just... part of it, too. You know, you have people like Enzo who are like, I've got this all written. Don't tell me what to say. I'm going to go out there and do my thing. And it's brilliant. And then you have some people that are like, I'm going to do my thing and it's going to be brilliant. And it's like, mm, doing your thing's okay, but, it, you know. It depends on what you put her in. Because I thought those, those promos and that storyline were, I know it sounds random, but her and Adam Pierce going back and forth on the mic was actually mm-hmm. quite entertaining. So yeah, it's like, good. what kind of material are you giving her? Are we making her work with people that are, I, I, I will tell you when they announced that woman six pack, Chotzi was my last choice out of the people that were in that match. I was very shocked that she won and I automatically felt like this feud is not going to be what we meant to be. So what yeah. I'm really saying, reading between the lines is WWE should hire. Well, and they should hire Enzo to come in and write for Ronda and produce her storyline. Oh, I love that. Ronda Rousey doing the no. certified G entrance. Not that, but some other stuff. Ronda will not be able no. Ronda will not be able to pull that off. Imagine Ronda Rousey trying to slang talk. Oh my god. That that then then it will really trend worldwide, okay? What's up, y'all? <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeet, my dog. <laughs> And let's not forget about that great match she had against Raquel Rodriguez. I mean, she's had some good moments. And to your point, the Adam Pierce thing was great. The problem with yeah. that Liv Morgan feud is Liv Morgan was the third most important person in her own feud. <laughs> they really were building up Ronda Rousey versus Adam Pierce. And had they yeah. had that match, I'm not even messing around. Adam Pierce, people forget, that guy can work. He's uh, he's a career great hand. He had a career in ROH, and he's very knowledgeable. And if they would have built up a Ronda Rousey versus Adam Pierce match, the way people were really getting behind both those, I think it would have been a good match, and I think people would have been into it. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. But they, they got to do something. She's a massive star in the world of, of combat sports. But in WWE, I mean, I'm trying to think of any storyline she's had after that tag match at mania with uh the mixed tag against triple h and stephanie try to think of any storyline she's had that's ever been an a like an a level one the triple threat at mania yeah that was good but the... backstage he took a knee to the face from charlotte yes, flair that clip lives in my that head. was good okay so Red that so her two screen. mania matches are her two a level storylines and i will say i saw, this I saw really her storyline with sasha going into the royal Rumble yeah. 2019 and they put mm-hmm. on a banger of a match i really like that I'm just, I'm just saying. 
I, I, her match at Survivor Series against Charlotte Flair when Charlotte slapped and snapped and beat the crap out of her. I love the storytelling there. There's been more. Just say that you hate her, Glenn. Just say that you hate her, Glenn. Just say that you hate her. I have Yo, yeah, you're over... right. That 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 whole feud with Nikki Bella was I... actually good. Okay, so I'm saying since her return, let me caveat since her return. Oh, oh now you're the... changing gears, yes. right? Now you're hey, like, I taking, have stand... taking the exit real quick. I understand <laughs> Ronda Rousey's acting ability. She made me believe she was in love with Turtle in the Entourage movie. I know Ronda Rousey can act if given the right material, like what the writers from Entourage can put pen to paper. I'm just saying in recent, but that's part of it in wrestling. I mean, God, here's something that I used to hear and I used to roll my eyes at, but it's kind of true. Like you're only as good as your last feud. You're only as good as your last storyline. If we're talking about all these amazing stories you had that are three years ago, like that actually tells you more about how your career is going now. If we're longing for what you were doing then, well, the, the with Ronda, I felt like on the beginning she won the Rumble. That's okay. People didn't like it, but that's what you expect from Ronda Rousey. I thought the, I knew we were in a different path with this run as soon as they had her lose at Mania to Charlotte Flair with some weird shenanigans because yeah, it's like everybody that. expected yeah. it to happen. Charge. Ronda was supposed to be Charlotte. And I get they did it for the shock factor because she ended up beating Charlotte right after. So what was the point? Mm. But that right there is when I was like, are they trying to humanize her? Are they, you know, what, what are they trying to do with her? Ronda's supposed to be the Brock Lesnar in the women's division. Keep and that's down. part of it. That's not how they're booking mm -hmm. her. That's not how exactly. they're. And it worked early on. But since she's returned, I just don't feel like it's been clicking. And Alfred, to your point, like the Liv Morgan feud it's weird the idea that Ronda's even in a feud and the idea of is Ronda going to win? I mean, I think it's it's a it, it, every, everything she did for the longest time was a preconceived notion. Ronda was going to win. So when she didn't win, it was a huge surprise. But it's like, you know, like they had to have her slip on a banana peel for Liv to, to beat her twice. But that's the thing. They never gave these victories clean victories. Yeah. Except for Liv cashing in and Ronda was injured because of her match with, with mm -hmm. Natalia. If you would have let Liv beat her clean and move on and not continue to feud with her, then that would have made something for Liv. But you were afraid to give Liv that moment. You were afraid to, to make Ronda look weak. And we end up here in this really crappy run that she's having. And I still think we can save it. I think her working think with Shayna is going to be awesome. But you got to start booking her like a monster. And they're not doing that. So and it's like, what thing. are we supposed to believe? She's like a badass or is she not? Like, I don't know what she is. And I'm not buying into those hashtags that are like fire Ronda Rousey. I'm saying oh, reboot Ronda no. reboot Ronda Rousey. We need to. Yeah. People were like, Ronda Rousey was trending worldwide. Like, it wasn't trending worldwide. It was trending only in <laughs> the wrestling <laughs> bubble. <laughs> like, uh, I had to... Yes, I had to explain on my on my stream today where I was like, the, the trending on the For You tab is not what's trending worldwide. Let me let me educate you children. <laughs> I was like, it was trending for all 500 of us in the yeah. IWC. Yeah. I saw Ronda that. Relax. Ronda Rousey was trending worldwide right next to Bobby Fish. It was also trending worldwide. Yeah. Well, Bobby I, Fish, don't even get me started on that. I saw that la uh, yesterday. I'm like, I'm just going back to Hive social I'm yeah go i was like I was, i'm done with twitter my favorite thing is like people are making videos about it like it's trending worldwide and i'm like do people not understand how trending works like and hpc anyway. too sweet i completely agree with that ronda versus shayna i think that could be the elixir oh my god if take my money term story my is, god. Yeah. i'm ready yeah, yeah. i've been wanting that match for a while yeah, absolutely. It'd be great. And that's got a built-in storyline that'll be a fantastic match. But this thing yeah. with Shotzi, look, I'm a massive Shotzi stan, but 
I mean, we all knew. I mean, what were her odds? It she was had like zero chance. She had zero chance. It was four hundred to one on the betting sites. The... Okay, but it's not her fault, Glenn. It's the booking and the story that they tell me. When I sit here and I talk this way, it's not because I don't like Chatsy. It's because this is the story that WWE is feeding me on a plate. That Chatsy had zero chance here. If you watch the match, nobody cared about it because they were chanting, "We want Sasha." Yeah, I was there. <laughs> Uh, the okay. only the only spot that got the crowd to wake up a little bit was when they went into the crowd, you know, like that quick yeah. spot there. They kind of got the the crowd to go, oh, hold it! Got they got a tiny little holy shit chant going, but outside of that, that was that was, and, and it's not the first time. The last P PLE also uh, Ronda and Liv Morgan was my least favorite match on the pay per view. They're just not booking these feuds to matter. Steve Marcucci asking for uh, this four ninety nine super chat: Ronda versus Rhea or Rhea versus Bianca? Which do you pick? Rhea versus Bianca. I've been wanting that match since day one. I'm ready for it. That's tough. It's very close for me. I mean, I think both would be great. I don't know how much trying... longer we're going to have Ronda. So Ronda versus Ripley. We're going to get Rhea versus Bianca. Wait, why are you trying to kill Ronda like that, bro? You know Rhea would just abuse her. Come on. <laughs> See, that's what I like about it. Is that Rhea's the only person on the roster you would believe could destroy. They could do a Brock Lesnar Goldberg thing where she beats Ronda in like 10 seconds. But that's yeah. the thing. When I think about an, op an opponent for for Rhea that I will be like, I don't know if Rhea can make it here, it's Bianca. And that makes that that much interesting. The only other yeah. person that I see in this roster that's as strong as Rhea is Bianca Belair. So I feel like you have both, like both of these matches will be money and I hope they book them. At this point, Rhea's so over. Anytime she has a face off with anyone, the crowd goes crazy. I could bring my dog into the arena and she could stare at my dog and people will be like, yeah, book it. Like it's crazy how over Rhea Ripley is right now. I love it. Between yeah. Rhea and Dominic, like, that's an overpair. Dominic, Dominic, I gotta tell you, he won me over with the Thanksgiving dinner at Rey Mysterio. That's oh, really? it. That's all it took. That's all it took for me. That was that was perfect. <laughs> oh no, I've been Dominic. This ever since he turned heel and started getting those reactions and really kind of leaning into it. I wasn't sure if he could play up the character, but he's been amazing as a heel. Oh my god, wait, he's like, Why are you yelling? It's the holidays. I was like, yeah. That's it. I love Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> yep. Let's I guess talk. we gotta talk about NXT, huh? Yeah, we don't have to go into too much detail. Like <laughs> this, this was a kind of a SAWFT soft week, starting the the build to deadline. Uh, starting the build, you know, ten days away from deadline. Why, why don't we start and build it a little bit? Um, we had Roxanne Perez versus Indy Hartwell. Alfred, what did you think of this match? I mean, as an opener okay kind of mid actually roxanne was good and indy hartwell it was weird because later on in the show they kind of buried her uh we'll get into that a little later but it just kind of seems like indy hartwell is in a holding pattern so i really don't know what to make of her and i think that's affecting not only her crowd reactions but the matches itself in terms of uh indy hartwell but I, you know i thought it was a fine match i didn't have too many problems with it Issa, what'd you think of that and roxanne oh. perez getting that win I'm a little bit on the opposite side. I felt like this match put in the in a in a holding pattern. I thought that before that she was doing great. We were seeing a more aggressive side of her. She was getting some wins. As soon as I saw her that it was gonna be Roxanne, I was like, uh oh, I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna go because I was kind of rooting for uh, in the Hartwell here. I, I enjoyed the match for what it was. I thought I thought a lot of the matches tonight in NXT felt like they went on a little too long. But I, I, I'm a fan of Roxanne wrestling in NXT just to hear Booker T just mark out because he's <laughs> yeah. her. Like, it's, it's so biased. It's ridiculous. It's worse than me with Roman Reigns, honestly. It's like a proud papa. It's like Randy. <laughs> yeah. Randy from South Park doing that South Park episode. Yes. <laughs> no, it was nice. Uh, 
to see. But yeah, Roxanne got the win tonight. We had a Chase U segment backstage. Duke Hudson apologized for messing up last week in the tag team championship match. And uh, I had forgotten had... all about it until they brought it up. I know. I know. <laughs> well, what about Dijak yeah. versus Dante Chen tonight, Issa? What'd you think of this and Dijak getting that win? My dude, Dante Chen, finally making it on TV. Proud of that appearance. I was here for it. I think he's going to be a future huge star in WWE. Um, but yeah, I, uh, speaking of matches that went on too long, I thought they were going to let Dijak just come out here and squash him. This went on for too long. Yeah. yeah. But it's... I mean, to see that Jack Pat, but too long of a match. I wanted it to be a squash match. It's, it's weird because Dominic Dijakovic, when he was in Triple H's NXT, was allowed to work the way he did in PWG, flying all over the place, having those mm. matches with Keith Lee. And he comes back in Triple H's WWE, and it's almost like Vince McMahon is booked. This is how I would imagine he would get booked on the main roster under Vince McMahon. Like, you're a big guy. You have to work like a big man. And he was just working like a giant where this is like one of the more agile big men you'll ever see. The things that he could do in that ring, a lot of guys his size cannot do. Yet he was just pounding on the guy, and he was working like he was Braun Strowman, essentially, like a slower Braun Strowman, and it didn't do much to really excite me. So it's weird how they're booking this DiJack character. And he talked about hard justice after, which I think I found a copy of that in the woods once. Because <laughs> uh, tonight was an example of hard justice. <laughs> We're not talking about the TNA pay-per-views, uh, I'm guessing. Hard justice. Uh, so, I mean, I don't think he's going to be in NXT for very long. I was going to say this could be a guy I could see them uh, taking the strap off Braun, but I think he's going to be main roster bound sooner rather than later. Maybe. Yeah, I could see we'll it. See. I mean, he, he feels like a, like a main roster guy under Vince's WWE. Uh, we had the panel tonight, Shawn Michaels, X-Pac, Road Dogg, Lundra Blaze, Molly Holly, discussing the Iron Survivor challengers for the men's and the women's. That was interesting. I, I actually love this segment. I, I wasn't mad at it. I, I like hearing the names that they were mentioned actually made sense. I was like, are they going to start mentioning some random names that nobody cares about? <laughs> but they were bringing up people that, that made sense. Why they, and, then, and then they go and pick people that are completely different. But that's okay. Yeah, um, where, was, where was the hype for scripts? Why was anyone saying we need scripts in the Iron <laughs> Survivor? Uh, EC, you want to talk about your scripts encounter over the weekend? I, um, I was sitting right by scripts. At Survivor what? Series. <laughs> yes. What? Oh my yes. God. Did you get Starstruck? Uh, Scripps is a friend of mine. So it was weird because I'm like, have you been watching the shows? Because if so, I'm so sorry. I hope you're still buddies. <laughs> you know? Scripps wasn't I, on tonight. And it was just yeah. like, oh, good Lord. That's how bad that went last week that they just didn't even book Scripps tonight. I heard, um, breaking my way around the worldwide trends of Twitter, that Scripps was based on the stalker of the Performance Center character. I should, yeah. I should, I should reach out to my friend Scripps and ask if this is true or not because it's killing me. I need to find Such out. Shitty idea. The streets told me that too. And how dark is that? Like, because <laughs> this is not just something that this is like a pretty scary story. Yeah, but don't forget that this is the company that had Joe Gacy cut a promo where a president was assassinated <laughs> and mentioned that he was at that site when like cutting a promo against the NXT champion. It's too soon. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever yes. stopped to think about how boring, not boring, I, I'm sorry, let me rephrase, but how bad of a city is Dallas that that's their main touristic attraction? Like, oh, come to Dallas, we'll take you to see where the president got assassinated. I'm like, really? That's the best you got? <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys don't win any Super Bowls anymore, so they have to have something. They've got that rotating <laughs> restaurant downtown that's quite nice. I ate there once. Hey, yeah, Cafe. Ate- yeah, and they have the lollipop. I call it the lollipop, that giant building that you can go up there and just pretty much stare at nothing, but you pay $30 to go up there. Yeah, that one. My first Waffle House experience was in Dallas. Fire. I like you went Dallas. to Dallas to go to Waffle House? No, to go to Waffle House. I just went to my first Waffle House while I was in Dallas because it was the only thing open, and I got the Waffle House. I have never been to Waffle House. Yeah, oh, you got to go. There are no Waffles. Not as good as Roscoe's. They don't touch Roscoe's. I've never been to a Roscoe's. Okay. You should be proud. Matter of fact. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Roscoe's only in Southern California? Never been to Roscoe's. Yes, yes. It's a a SoCal thing. It's delicious. And it should only be. But I I used to spend a lot of time. Well, I used to spend a lot of time in the LA area. And they still didn't take me to Roscoe's. Should I yell at my friends over there? 100%. That's the first thing you should Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. there's some stuff that you have to it do. They took me to In-N-Out. Well, but In-N-Out's okay, everywhere good. now. I go to, like, yeah. Fat Burger. All the Fat Burgers. They took me to Dodger Stadium. Now. They took me to see the Angels. So I had, they took me to Nuts, the amusement park place. So, I mean, they, they try to show me a good time, I guess. Oh, they were avoiding Roscoe's. Sounds <laughs> <was> like <laughs> avoiding Roscoe's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alfred. Alfred, I'm going to arrive at WrestleMania a day earlier, and you're going to have your responsibility Let's to take it. me to Roscoe's. You know, there's no excuse, because there is a Roscoe's in Orange County, too. It's not the Inglewood one Alfred, is the famous one. Roscoe's. <laughs> I am not going to Applebee's <laughs> with you, okay? Strictly Roscoe's. Okay, all fine. I think of, all fine. I think of, there's a 1980s movie with Tim Robbins and John Cusack called Tape Heads, and they make, like, a commercial for Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> in the movie. Check, yeah, Tape Heads is, is an underrated film. Very good, like VHS. It was, we had a store in Orange County, just responding to Cisco. I was a regional manager for Verizon Wireless, and I had six stores that I ran there. So I spent two weeks in L.A. and two weeks in New York. I would go back and forth between the two territories. And one of my stores was in Orange County. So that's why you hear, like, Dodgers, Angels, Nuts County. It was because we were in that area anyways. Now, as a regional manager, did they give you unlimited anytime minutes, or were you still like living in the same? It was it was recently, Alfred. I mean, Glenn. So we had, you know, it wasn't like back in the day where you had to wait until 10 p.m. to call people because that's when it was free. <laughs> Remember when the phone plans were like oh, yeah. free after 10 p.m. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> So crazy the world that we live. I mean, remember long distance used to cost money. I'm still oh, yeah. getting those pagers. Like I I think I I know that you got oh Alfred wasn't here for that, but, yeah. but Alfred, I'm getting all three of those pagers for Christmas. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. See, the he's hyped. I know he's hyped. Six, six, Glenn six. was like, I don't know. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, listen okay, to the tribe called Quest song. Pager. They break down, they break down the, oh, the pager code. They do, they yeah. do. 
I can't wait to send you guys your pagers for Christmas. It's going to be a blast. Kelvin R. Alexander, $5, saying my birthday was ruined. Well, first off, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kelvin. Birthday ruined with how Nikita was booked tonight. What is going on with Nikita? Zoe Stark attacked her. She was in the main event. She ate the pin. We'll talk about that. But is there some injury that we don't know about? Is she getting a title opportunity? I mean, in my mind, the fact that she wasn't one of the first picks for that Iron Survivor match. They didn't even mention her. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's suspicious. I think she is getting a title shot. I think it's going to kind of be like the Kevin Owens thing to where he loses and then he's going to have to run through everybody, but he's going to lose to Roman Reigns. Whereas I think Nikita Lyons is eventually going to run through Toxic Attraction and win. And by the way, Kelvin, I didn't think there was a way I could like you more. Same birthday as my mom. So happy birthday, Mrs. Well, there you go. Happy birthday to your mom. Absolutely. Um, did Dylan saying she was injured, but backstage, I like how they showed somebody getting medically cleared backstage. She was like, does that hurt? No, I feel fine. Okay. You're medically cleared to wrestle. I know. <laughs> it looks fine. Let her do it. Yeah. If oh, she was we... fine, why didn't she just get up and keep going from the attack right then and there? Yeah. Well, because sometimes the sometimes you know, what she's just gonna process. No, haven't you ever she had saw. that before? Where like it's like when you jam your toe on something or you no, bump your no, knee. And I never show weakness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poker face. <laughs> I when occasionally I will, I will have a momentary injury. I will swear up a storm, and then five minutes later I'm fine. I fractured two ribs and I got up and I kept drinking. Wow. Jesus. I'm I'm dead ass. I, the next morning I couldn't move. And all of my friends told me that when I fell, I landed on this like metal bucket and I felt the hook in my ribs. And I was like, oh, I think I just fractured a rib or two. Let me see if I can get up. And then I got up and I was like, okay, let's keep going. Yeah. Terminator. I'm, I'm tough. I'm tough. Well, Grayson Waller beat Duke Hudson. My tonight. favorite thing in NXT. Grayson Waller. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Grayson like about Waller is better, better than Nikita Lyons. <gasps> Whoa. Is he better than the goat? Be careful here. No, no, no. He's not a Tony okay. D'Angelo status. No, no, never. Never. But, um, yeah, I, Grayson Waller has really, really grown on me. I don't know if it's the Grayson Waller effect, the show, because I watch it on Instagram. I don't know what it is, but I find him so entertaining. I'm, I'm a big fan, and I love seeing him get the win here tonight. Well, is he as entertaining as Big Body Javi and the oh, segment God, no. with Mackenzie Mitchell? No. I mean, yes, he is. Listen, this big body hobby thing, let me tell you this. Like, <laughs> I like where they're going with this. I like the idea of this. And I think this could have had potential if big body hobby can get up to the level of Mackenzie. They could be a fun pair or if they get somebody else. But this week, even last week, seems like he's just running through everybody else's gimmicks and seeing what sticks to the wall. He stole Chris Jericho's gimmick. He did the cologne thing, stealing Model Rick Martel's gimmick. He had the pillows, stealing Wendy Chu's gimmick. He had the BBC gimmick. That's my gimmick. And people were chanting for it. But I don't know what he's going for here. And all I think to myself is that McKenzie is the star of these segments. Big body cologne, the BBC. <laughs> I have so many jokes here, but I'm just not even going to say them. No, 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 no. You got to go. You got to go. Let, you got to go now. Let them chop for free. Come on. Come on. Come on, Glenn. <laughs> Make my night, please. We need these BBC bars, Glenn. We're going to yes, hold up please. this podcast until you give it to us. The fact that he, he got that through. I mean, uh, uh, Malik and Idris did as well. Just someone like HBK or somebody in creative has to just 
be feel like they're really getting one over on standards and practices. <laughs> Maybe they just With like this. some BBC. Isa, uh, would you like some BBC for Christmas? <laughs> Not in this case. Not in this case. You have been watching a segment that makes you really question whether you want to continue doing this podcast or not because you don't want to keep watching. Well, I wish... I got to tell you something. Big Body Hobby does that for me. And if, if I didn't like you guys as much as I did, I was like, I don't know if I can continue to watch so, it. <laughs> you do not want the Big Body Cologne for Christmas. I'll... Not the big body cologne, right? Just make sure that you're spelling out what kind of BBC we're talking about here. The big body cologne, no. (laughs) Everybody loves BBC, by the way. I can attest. Of course. Everybody's moms, too. (laughs) Moms are huge fans. Especially the mothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the aunties? Oh, don't even get me started on the aunties. (laughs) This might be. This might be the segment, guys. It's been nice doing this with you. (laughs) This might be the one. The the aunties is what they (laughs) (sighs) But Mackenzie Mitchell is the MVP of these. Mackenzie Mitchell sounds so good. All I can think about, it's like, God bless Big Body Hobby, because I think he's got potential down the road. But if they had somebody who's just a little more charismatic and good in that role, they could play off each other like nobody's business. And it oh, would yeah. Be, I mean, the thing with Mackenzie, I watch these segments, and all I can think of, I'm not even thinking about Hobby. I'm just like, why is she a backstage reporter? She needs to be somebody's manager. She needs to be right. an on-air character. She should not be holding a microphone asking questions. Well, I mean, it's how Summer Rae started out. Summer Rae was originally backstage yeah. comedy. And NXT, and then she started wrestling. So who knows? Yeah, but I also am a big fan, and maybe it's because I do interviews here and there myself of allowing the interviewers to have some kind of personality and bring something into it. Because a lot of times when you're interviewing these wrestlers, they want to be on character. So why not treat them that way and react that way? They expect a lot of the interviewers to just be okay with the ridiculous things that are being said. Where McKenzie here is just like kind of like challenging him on it, and I'm a fan of that as well. Yes, the big body pillow, the bat, and the big body cologne. I didn't appreciate the Aaron Judge reference here. Yeah, and his middle name is James. It's not. It's not Adam. I know. I know. This was a. This was a dumb segment, but they're they're trying. But Mackenzie's great though. Mackenzie's great. No, maybe maybe I'll add to my mom's Amazon wish list some BBC to. Oh, she'll love it. Mom's love it. Add it to the wish list and add my number as well. Not that, you know, respect. <laughs> Alfred's got a case of big body cologne that he's invested in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he wants to spray it all over Southern California. Whoa! Whoa, Clint! <laughs> big body cologne! The big body cologne! Whoa, every, every Rocco's around Alfred smells like Alfred's BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I just knew when this segment aired. Uh, I just knew. I was like, "This, this is going to derail the podcast tonight, isn't it?" Couldn't wait. When I heard BBC, I didn't. I didn't concentrate on anything for the next fifteen minutes. Same. I've been doing this too long with you guys because I just knew I was like, "We're not going to be able to skip past this one." Alfred, you missed um, Glenn's strip club reference last week. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. For the first time, neither you or me were the inappropriate ones here. It was Alfred talking about people slipping 20s into his G-string. 
<laughs> somebody gave a super chat and said this is for glenn and i said don't think that this is like the strip club and you're gonna keep you know a 20 in your teeth and come over and put it in my g-string like goes to the podcast and we all get paid. It, was, it, was, it was a huge moment you and i are usually the ones with the inappropriate joke so for glenn to just yeah you know i'm very jealous <laughs> we had a, a quite a lively visit from uncle howdy talking about thanksgiving yeah. friday oh. it's a solid solid show friday Uncle Howdy now my Uncle Uncle Howdy is my top subscriber now and only. Is he really? What was next on NXT? What was next? Well, we got some super chats. Kelvin Alexander saying Big Body's gimmick is weekly gimmick infringement, which is actually a solid gimmick. Yep. Solid. And Kelvin also saying that the same doctor that cleared the key is the one that cleared Paige. Hey, bro. Oh. Damn, Calvin wilding on his birthday. It's his birthday. He can say whatever he wants. Ah! Let's go. Uh, Kiana James versus Fallon Henley. And again, I was just still <laughs> deeply affected by Big Body Hobby's segment. So um, just giggling. Uh, but Kiana James versus Fallon Henley. Kiana James getting the win. I don't know what it is about these two girls because they are on NXT TV every week and I still don't know who they are, what their gimmick is, nor do I feel invested in anything that they're doing. Yeah, and the commentary really got derailed during this match. That's really all I could yeah. focus on is that Booker T was going on about this farm and Vic Joseph was trying to get over the fact that she closed down her bar and Booker T was just like, I don't care about no bar. <laughs> he was just kind of steamrolling the entire storyline. Or Vic Joseph was trying his best to kind of put over. No, no, she took the bar. There's an emotion behind this and Booker T was having none of it. I forgot about that. I didn't even realize that's why they were fighting. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, I was thinking, about, sorry, I'm still thinking of this Big Body Hobby segment. They <laughs> knew this was NXT creative and Hobby's gift to the wrestling podcast covering nxt because they were like they're gonna be able to riff on this every podcast covering nxt is going to get at least 10 quality minutes out of this segment thank you thank you javi thank you for that thank you for the content we got some we got some laughs hopefully we don't lose our jobs (laughs) (laughs) maybe that was the plan maybe they're trying to get us kicked (laughs) off yeah (laughs) oh what about the um promo for lyra valkyra tonight Good production value on this. I think I might have been in the bathroom uh, during Good this. production value? Yeah, it was like kind of a Wonder Woman sort of. I'm coming from the, like... I bought those wings with the feathers from a spirit Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> but the way they had the sweeping overhead, like, shots of, like, you the forest. With a tr- yeah, well, you yeah, gotta I, do is call your body that has a drone, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm looking at her wings. Yeah, these are. Um, this very, was very kind wings. of a different NXT promo. I thought this was kind of cool. I think it's more of the same of introducing super random characters and and gimmicks, and everybody has to have a weird gimmick now. Okay, it is odd they're still introducing people like this deep into NXT, and some of them I feel like they haven't even paid off yet. Like, where's Charlie Dempsey? Yeah, and what's up with NXT Europe that relaunches in January, right? Yeah, that's what we were told. That'll probably help. Oh, it's Dana Brooks' birthday today as well. Wow. Happy birthday to her. Lots of birthdays today. Still one of the most impressive entrances in all professional wrestling. It was my mom's life. birthday yesterday. Oh, happy oh, birthday wow. to your mom. Mothers are a day apart. Yeah. Alfred can send her a case of Javi's cologne. <laughs> I'd love to. 
Um. <laughs> so, they, Javier Bernal, Big Body Javi took on Axiom, and Axiom won. After all this hype that Javi had tonight, lost to Axiom. You knew that was happening. Yeah, definitely. Axiom looked good in there. Um, it's just that. I'm just not into. I feel like they should have waited longer before he got this match because I felt like they were building it up and then they just kind of right. paid it off. People didn't really seem that into it, and I don't think Javi has gotten the chance to. Get, I mean, they've given him a chance to get over, but he definitely has not really gotten over too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Agreed. if he settles on one of these gimmicks, maybe he will. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Good match, and it's good to see Axiom back. Yeah, Axiom's cool. Uh, pretty deadly. He was backstage with Mackenzie. Yes, boy. Christmas story next week. I oh, can't wait. Good. I can't wait. Uh, you know what? I want to see their fit for Christmas. I want to see their Christmas oh, yeah. outfit. It's gonna Are we going to get a Mr. Mrs. Claus thing going? Are they going to be sitting on each other's laps? Like, this is be fun. It's going to be wild. But the fit tonight was incredible. Both of them were in different shades of pink. One of them had that metallic style shiny pink, while the other one was doing the lace pink. I was mm. a fan of both. I will rock both yeah. of those shirts. Calvin agrees so with So it says Rollins. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Set fit. I wanted it. Yes, I will. I will wear it. Kelvin agrees with the super chat. Lyra Valkyra. It rhymes. It's going to be special. She's incredibly talented. I thought it was a cool form. She is good. Yeah, because I think she's from. Did they get her from NXT UK? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's good. Just depends on what they do with her in NXT. It's a stacked women's division in NXT. The problem is, we were talking about this uh, before the show. It's like with Mandy holding the title for so long. It's just been really tough for people to rise beyond a certain level. Right. Yeah. And I, I think we're finally going to come to an end with Mandy Rose's title reign, but that, that's true. She's now kind of having to repeat the people that she faces. Yeah. Uh, Apollo was in a diner journaling. I was talking this about this weird. on, I was talking about this on my hype social. I was like, he should absolutely do promos where he's like, what did I learn today? You know, <laughs> and just like doing reflective journaling. But Braun Breaker shows up looking like he's in like the pain and gain TV series. And Braun Breaker like wants to have a conversation with him. Uh, I mean, this was fine for what it was, but I don't know, Alfred. There was you a lot of sexual tension in this. Segment. Yes, that's the hundred percent my takeaway. This is not a feud. This was a date, and this is did not come off as two guys are going to fight each other. At best, it was like two friends who made a bet that something's going to happen, and at worst, it was like these two are in love and they're like on a Tinder date. Yes. Even down to the awkwardness, like the, there's an awkward tension between these two. There was like you were nervous. Yes, and there was a moment where Apollo is like handing him like, oh, you're going to need this. And just handing the sugar for his coffee. And I'm like, are they hitting on each other? It was he little... took his book too. He took his little book like, oh, what you, what you writing there, big boy? <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And he was like, when, when Bron sits down, he's like, is the, cha- is the breakfast of champions? And Bron is like, mm. and I'm like, what is happening? I shouldn't be watching this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, because I, I do this, I do this. Braun Breaker is talking to Apollo and he's fiddling with the sugar packet. That's a flirting technique yes. because he doesn't have hair long enough to twirl. You <laughs> fiddle with the sugar package. It was flirting. It was flirting 1,000%, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up on that because like, this did not remotely seem like it was a feud. It didn't seem like there was any animosity, which is a problem with a world no, title feud. No, they love and each other. There was a sexual tension for sure. Un- it was palpable. Yes. 
Glenn, you, didn't, you didn't sense it? You didn't sense the sexual I tension? I thought it was more of a friendly camaraderie, you know, kind of like the original Top Gun, like between yeah. Iceman and Maverick. Friendly. <laughs> they weren't shirtless playing beach volleyball or something all oiled up. Not yet. Like, you don't need to. Not you don't there. need to. That's the, that's the beauty of it. This is that kind of sexual tension that you really have to be paying attention to sense it, to feel it. Wait a second. Now that I'm thinking about this, why isn't there a wrestling podcaster that just made this their gimmick? Like, and that's how you review every feud. He said it's sexual tension. Like, yeah. that would be a phenomenal wrestling YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's oh, good. This, this might get me started on doing it because I feel, yeah. I feel like I was watching something I shouldn't have been watching, and I'm like, good for them. Good for All them. you need to do you is know? dub over some like romantic music and just kind of focus in on these reactions. Do it! Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna overlay some freaking yes. romantic jazz over it. Oh my god, it's gonna be beautiful. Brown Breaker like fiddling with a little sugar packet. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't touch his coffee, with, oh. which triggered me tremendously. Yeah. Well, part of it also is if you're filming something, it is like a long held uh, a secret amongst actors and performers. Don't eat, don't drink anything because you need to match the shots. Oh, yeah. So you have, if you're eating in one shot, every take you have to be eating. And then like a lot of times they have a spit bucket because you're just going to get sick if you right. eat that mm -hmm. much. So they were probably just like, we're just not going to touch the food. Dear the diary, I yes. dreamt of Brown Breaker last night. <laughs> In my dream, he was fishing on his boat. Shirtless. <laughs> and he caught me. <laughs> <laughs> JD Madonna versus Julie. We, we like doing this podcast together. I want to remind okay. everyone we like doing this okay. podcast. Oh, we love it. Listen, I have no problem if that's the direction they're going. There's nothing wrong with this. It's just that, you know, it's very unconventional for a world title. You know what's going to happen? They're just because they were bad influence on each other. And then it's going to be like Alfred, or it's going to be me, you, and Jimmy Corderas. And you're just going to be <laughs> like you making know? him like blush all the time. What if know? Ron Breaker likes BBC as well? <laughs> He's in the right view for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What's wrong with us? This is why they don't this is why when one of us asks for the day off, nobody argues. It's like it's better <laughs> if all three of them are not there. <laughs> We're less likely to get canceled that week. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they did that segment with I mean, like I'm thinking about it more and like they knew. They fucking knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh jd mcdonough versus julius creed julius creed won versus uh disqualification because sangha interfered yeah yeah I ivy nile headed down to the ring to check on julius after i mean this this just this shit's been going on too long just everything with the creed brothers is going on way too fucking long. Going on too long is diamond mine still a thing where's roderick barely. strong barely they're Cubic zirconia mine at this point. <laughs> oh, I just made my night. Cubic zirconia. Yeah, that match happened. It lasted too long. And, yeah. It was weird because it did go on so long and they took out a lot. And then, like, at the very end of this marathon match, they go, No, we want you at 100%. It's like, then you should have come out 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
I actually <sighs> did think that JD earlier in the night when this match was set up, I actually did think that JD was trying to help Ivy Nile, giving them some helpful information on how to help, um, how to hurt people in the ring, like talking about all the pressure that you had to put on and all that. And the Creed brothers were so angry at him. And I'm like, you should probably be listening to what he's saying. It's actually very useful information. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got a video package for Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. I'm That'll so over cool. Alba Fire. Yeah, but I like Isla Dawn a lot, though. I do. I like her, but I'm very over Alba Fire. Yeah. She's really into that character. I will say she plays the hell out of that character. Isla Dawn. What about Stax and Tony D with Dijak in the uh, parking lot. Yeah, it seems like we're going to have a weird alliance here, right? Like, it feels like they're all going to come together for the greater purpose of... What was the purpose? Taking the title off of Wesley, I think, is what they're trying to go after. The North American title is what was brought up here, so... Yeah. Do we need I'm assuming... I don't know, but is Tony D still injured? Because they brought no. him up in the conversation between the legends, but then they don't put him in the match. Um, he even said know. he's gonna wrestle next week. He said like before this gets out to the sheets or the sites or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to scoop us, Tony D. You know, yeah. you can give me a follow and a DM. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go write the article anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we had Malik Blade versus Von Wagner. Von Wagner destroyed Why? the sweater that Malik Blade's father gave him. Very scary spot in this where Malik landed right on the top of his head, and somehow, man, it was very similar to the uh, what Madcap Moss, I mean, not yeah, like exactly like that, but it was kind of the same thing where he landed right on top of his head, then popped right back up and kept going. Seemed like he had been knocked silly, but very scary, yeah. But it wasn't a necessary match. I don't mm -hmm. need to see Von Wagner every week. The Von Wagner sans continues. I would rather I would rather say scripts. Yeah. Man, you know that I'm thinking about it. They it does seem like they're pulling back stuff quickly. I mean, we haven't seen Quincy as much. Mm. I feel like there's been a couple debuts recently that they just sort of quickly were like, okay, we're gonna maybe have a think before we move forward with more here. Yeah, I mean, it is a lot of people who are green who have not have any wrestling experience so maybe they're like mini tryouts to where they're just getting their feet wet and then pulling it back but that's why they need to be on the road i mean i think quincy is, a, is an absolute star with scripts scripts is amazing in the ring that mask though is a non-starter for i said it before so i said this friday i was like that is the most juggalo looking shit i have seen <laughs> not involving icp in professional wrestling yeah, no, it looked well. We were talking about last week. I said it just looked like if you watch a TV show and they have wrestlers on, but it, they don't know anything about wrestlers, they don't have actual WWE wrestlers or anything. It's like an impression of a wrestler. That's what that outfit looked like. Right. I don't get it because he can he can wrestle, he's really good. But yeah, I think they need to rethink this. Uh Trevor Snook saying they need to have a vignette of Tony D secretly meeting with dirty cops. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <Don't> do it. <laughs> okay, so Manny's saying Quincy's out dealing with some personal uh stuff but yeah i'm sure with scripts we'll find out more soon um but just get rid of the mask like i think the gimmick was gonna i want to know what the note said that actually has been driving me crazy the note said something in the back and they never addressed it i don't mm. think they know and i don't think they plan to there's been a couple of continuity things that we're not getting paid off with scripts slash reggie yeah right down yeah. the script really not even they're using an entirely different guy as the person's body 
Yeah. Your cameras couldn't catch me. <laughs> Maybe he was on tonight, but he's so fast, you know, they couldn't. Your couldn't cameras catch couldn't catch me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so they announced the men's Iron Survivor, Carmelo Hayes, JD McDonough, Grayson Waller, and Joe Gacy, the fifth man to determine a wild card match next week. And then Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, and Kiana James on the women's side, wild card next week as well. Main event tonight Toxic Attraction versus Katana Chance, Caden Carter, and Nikita Lyons. And uh, this match started off really good. There were some rough spots towards the end. Uh, Toxic Attraction ganged up on Nikita. Nikita ended up eating the pin, and Zoe Stark was uh, staring her down and smiling after. But Issa, you first, what did you think of this main event? It was weird. Uh, the booking of it was weird. The ending of it is weird. Pinning Nikita, I find that questionable. I, I don't know. I just had questions. You know, the whole doing the, the... Why did they do the Zoe Stark's attack just for her to completely no-sell this injury to then eat a pin? Like, you don't find all of this super confusing and, and it makes zero sense? Hmm. Yeah, I thought that when they did the injury angle earlier that that might have been a way to write her off if she was legit hurt. But then when she came yeah. back and wrestled, I had a feeling they were going to beat her because the whole story was that she was on one leg so it looked like they were going to protect her. And I mean, I don't agree with them beating Nikita ever, but it, if this is no. a way that they're going to start a storyline with her chasing the title, which I think that's where it's going to go, I guess I'm fine with it. I just, this isn't the story that they should have told. No, I agree. Um, so we'll see. I think uh, she could easily, yeah, as you said earlier, like run through Toxic Attraction one by one. Maybe there won't be a championship match at deadline. Maybe they'll save it. Maybe they'll hotshot it. Remember, Rhea Ripley won the NXT Women's Championship on the, uh, final show of the year on weekly TV. Yeah. So I don't know. One of the few um, shows that beat AEW was Rhea Ripley. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was a really good night. It was a really good night. So we'll see. Let's see what happens. Uh, Steve Marcuccioli, 499, saying Heal Alexa and Tiffany Stratton would be a nice pairing together. I mean, I think Tiffany Stratton, I miss she, could, she could go main, right to the main roster. Maybe she doesn't even come mm -hmm. back to NXT. I think she should come back to NXT because she still she is a revelation and kind of a phenom, but she definitely still needs some ring time and develop that character and you know a title run maybe. But there's still stuff for her to do in NXT. Yeah, crazy times right now, man. Yeah, great roster, great women's roster, especially in NXT. But uh... they're not booking these women the right way. There, no. It's very questionable everything going on, and maybe you have a good point with the whole Mandy having a. Uh such a tight grip on this title it makes you not feel invested in some of these women or whatever because mm -hmm. i see the talent but a lot of the storylines or a lot of their gimmicks and characters i'm just not into yeah i mean now they do have they have, now credit to them they've done what the main roster hasn't been able to do which is have multiple women's feuds going on aside from the yeah. title week in and week out and that's great but uh we'll see you know, NXT still consistently. I mean, SmackDown's been really good lately, but NXT is still consistently a very solid show. And there are always high points, you know, in it. I mean, sure, there's a lot of things oh, yeah. where we're just like, oh, why in the hell did they do that? But uh, that's that's professional wrestling for you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been it's been good. It's been it's been solid and sometimes really good, especially when they're toward the pay-per-views. Yeah. At one point during the backstage meeting which uh, michaels and the legends and they mentioned like oh i'm surprised hunter hasn't called you for this person oh yet. for Zoe Stark, I, yeah. I, yeah i appreciated them bringing that up and and sean michaels mentioned something like oh i love and hate those phone calls at the same time like it was it was actually a nice you know breaking of the forward moment that i appreciated 
Those segments were good. I was kind of nervous that they were going to make them super scripted and it was going to come off corny, but it really didn't seem like they just put a camera in there and told them to talk. Like they just yeah. seemed like they were. It felt, shit. it felt very casual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How thrilled is Road Dog to have a job again in oh. professional wrestling? Yeah, especially after he was denied by AEW, came to his old buddies in WWE. <sighs> I like Road Dog. It's just funny yeah. to see him like back. Very, very happy to be back. You, you kind of knew it was going to happen, especially when Triple H came back in power. That was one of the things. Like, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna bring in Brian. Yeah, but it's crazy when you go back and watch these characters and what they were, and like DX running around like maniacs to see what they're doing now. Like, it's mind blowing to me yeah. <laughs> that these two crazy guys. dudes are running the freaking company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anything else before we wrap this up and take it home? Dream big. That's what Apollo Cruz is gonna write on his diary tonight. Dream big. Yes. You could be running around screaming "suck it" today and running the entire company tomorrow. He's gonna write it. I bet you somewhere in that diary there are like sketches and doodles of Braun Breaker with like hearts around him. <laughs> with hearts. <laughs> A C hearts B B. <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen. I honestly can't wait to see what they have next. I, I, I'm going to be watching this with a very keen eye to see how far Valentine's Day is coming up too. So like, you know, I don't think you understand how happy I was when you just said yes because I was like, am I looking too much into this or is there <laughs> sexual tension here? I felt you know you really broke it down because the, that's probably what I was seeing is like playing around with the packets, all these little things that are happening. There was like an awkward first date energy in the room, and that's that's what it was. Oh, big time! Like 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 blind date too like this was tinder match meeting for the first time yes <laughs> i'm here for it let's Me get too. it on it's a beautiful story <laughs> okay wait for them to go fishing together well tomorrow night do you remember the season finale of the larry sanders show uh oh, when, was it the season finale or was it the second to last episode with uh with uh, phil the writer and uh <laughs> When he's gonna get the lawsuit, and they ended up, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Phil and Brian, I was thinking about today. Like, so I'm sitting there making a vegan roast tonight and some potatoes, and I just sat there and said to myself, I was like, "That Glenn Rubenstein, he's a vegan meat and potatoes kind of guy." Hey, Glenn, <laughs> would you like to come over for some vegan meat and potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think of the Larry Sanders show at least once a day. There was Me something too, I that I think about that show. Yeah, yeah. Hank's birthday, one of the all-time greatest. Oh. Greatest TV episodes ever. But Hank's Night in the Sun. Hank's Night in the Sun is probably... That's number one for me. That's that's the best episode of the show. Hank's sex tape is top five, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was Hank's birthday. Hank's, that, that, this was the tape wasn't Hank's sex tape yeah. called Hank's Birthday. Yeah. Oh, such a good show. Uh, okay, so follow us on Twitter. You see all our handers below. Issa's NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. Alfred said, this is Nasty. I'm Klein Rubenstein. Follow me on Hive. I'm uh, Love and Hive is a Twitter alternative. I'm going to convert you, Issa. I'm going to get you over on Hive. The wrestling Hive is, is a thing. It's small, but it's growing. It. Yeah, it's good. Like, dig in Hive. Um, cool. Well, thank you everyone for tuning out. We'll be back on Friday, and we'll see you then on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.